The ARC podcast is explicit in every way, so please take care while listening. Hello everyone and welcome to the ARC podcast. I am your host Natasha and I hope everybody has had a good couple of weeks. This episode, again, my apologies, this episode is coming to you later than what I planned. So if you listen to last uh, episode that I posted, I was having a little bit of lawyer problems with my immigration staff and was set to fire her. Uh, you may have heard me saying about this because she'd taken so long to get back to me. But finally, she did get back to us and I now have a visa interview appointment and if all goes well with the interview I shall be leaving the UK in November which I am so excited about. My other half Wally and I we've been together for seven coming up eight years we've been long distance this entire time we've been through Covid together not being able to see him for almost two years which was absolutely devastating for myself my mental health for my just my life in general because he is my person he is my absolute person and um even though he was four thousand miles away that man still managed to support me in all of my stuff and he still does four thousand miles away I'm so excited to be able to kind of start life together I'm looking forward to being able to move in you know we're going to start looking for a house and things like that so I'm super excited for my life to not to begin because I'm halfway through not halfway through uh, but I'm you know a fraction of the way through my life anyway but it's nice that I'm going to be opening another door and having another experience of actually moving to the US which I'm super excited about so I'm going to say that if you don't receive an episode from me weekly, it will be every other week. There's lots of paperwork to be getting on with. There's lots of things I need to do before the interview. So I'm hoping that once all of that is out the way with, I can get back to a more regular schedule of bringing you fantastic books that I am reading and reviewing. So please bear with me. Again, if you press the little bell symbol in Spotify, I think there's there's one in Apple Podcasts and all of your listening platforms. There should be like a notification thing. If you click on that, it should give you a notification for when I post an episode so that you never have to miss, miss one. Excuse me, tongue tied. So you never have to miss one. But keep an eye on my socials as well, because my TikTok and my Instagram always have when I post an episode. And it will also obviously give you all the episode notes so that you don't ever miss an episode. Again, Thank you so much to everybody who is currently listening to me waffle on about books and all the things that I love. I've just had um, some emails come through where I'm having, I think there's going to be about seven authors currently who wish to come on the show, which surprised me and excited me at all the same time. Like when I started this podcast, I was like, I'm just going to talk about books. I'm going to come on here and chat about books. And I never thought, <laughs> one, that anybody would be listening. Thank you to those who are listening. And two, I never thought that I would have authors who would be excited about being on the show when I reached out to them or some of them have messaged me because they want to collaborate. And I'm just so grateful that I'm on this journey and everyone's enjoying it and people want to be on said show. I'm having authors... I also want listeners and book readers and reviewers on the show too. So if you're out there and you fancy coming to talk to me about books or talk with me about books, then by all means, please, please shoot me an email or contact me through my socials. I will give my social handles at the end of the show. You can contact me and we can set up a date for you to come and have a little chit chat with me about books. That's all I want to do is talk about books. Uh, so this season, I'm so excited when I get to like September time because it builds up to Halloween. Now, I'm such a winter girl. My my birthday's in July. And don't get me wrong, I do love the summer, but winter has the best holidays. 
We have Halloween, Guy Fawkes, and then Christmas. Oh, Thanksgiving. Uh, slightly off tangent again. I'm going to get to actually celebrate my first ever Thanksgiving this year. That makes me so excited. Uh, but yeah, Halloween, Guy Fawkes, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Like, why don't people like winter so much? They all felt all the best holidays are coming up. And that comes to spooky season. I'm so looking forward to giving you some uh, spooky uh, book recommendations. I'm reading a really great one at the moment um, for a Halloween arc that I've been given. Um, and I'm looking forward to giving you guys a special Halloween episode. So stay tuned. I might even make that episode <clears throat> one of my first ever video podcasts where I'm dressed up maybe and you can see the wonderful makeup that I enjoy doing for Halloween so much. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have some nice Halloween recommendations for you guys in the next couple of episodes. So please stay tuned and yeah, love, love, love Halloween so much. So this week's book mail, I haven't bought any books. Um, I am not on a book buying ban. I'm on a more of, I can't pack books in my suitcase buying ban. Um, so I'm trying not to buy too many books right now. When I get to America, I'm sure that is going to change, but I'm still addicted to these book boxes. And I know I've been talking about book boxes insanely for such a long time, but I can't help it. I just love them so much. If anybody has any book box recommendations for me, please send them my way. Um, I really want to buy book boxes or PR boxes. I buy PR boxes. I don't even know. I've never had a PR box before. I'm pretty sure I've seen that you can buy them. I bought, I always miss out. I always, I think maybe because people post, especially American authors, when they posting about their book boxes, they only have so many book or PR boxes available for purchase. And then when I go and look on the website, they're almost gone. So I'm looking forward to maybe buying a PR box or a book box that's different for the one that I that I currently have coming. Um, so yeah, if you have any book boxes recommendations, I think I've said this in last week's episode, I'm going to ask again because I think they're so fantastic. Uh, there's things that you get in them as part of, as a reader, you get the book and then you get goodies. Like everyone loves goodies. I love goodies. Bring me all the goodies. So I know I said to you last week that I was getting my book box from Book Babes UK, uh, which I did get my book box from them. And it was a forest fae themed book box. The book that I got with it was Tales of Earth and Leaves by Zandra Noel. Now, I think it's Zandra Noel. Her name is spelled X-A-N-D-R-A Noel. I will tag her in the show notes so that you know uh, where to find her. The cover for this book is absolutely stunning. I actually, with my show, with the podcast, I actually can't wait to get the video up and running so that when I do receive book mail and things like that, I can actually show you the cover of the books. It's so magical and fairy tale, fae-like. It's beautiful. Um, the blurb on the back, I shall read out to you so that you can have an understanding of what I've just received and how beautiful this book sounds and is going to be. And I cannot wait to read it. So here's the blurb. A forbidden forest, a fey prince assigned to protect it, a girl on a mission. After the sudden death of her brother, Anwin needs to fulfill a promise. She has to travel to Evict Forest, a natural world wonder owned by the Swedish royal family, guarded for 150 years and forbidden to all visitors. Haunted by her brother's last words, she convinces her powerful family to, to secure her residence inside the secluded forest. During her stay, Anwin will soon discover that she is not alone as she falls prey to the battle between Ryland, a vengeful fire spirit, and Agsgar. Um, these, these names, I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering these names so much. Ansgar, the youngest member of the Fey royal family, assigned to guard and protect the forest. Overcome by curiosity towards the unknown man who invades her life, 
Anwin finds herself falling for Ansgard, Ansgar, only to reveal his true identity and with it unravel the danger that awaits. I'm apologising. My dyslexic brain wasn't prepared for these words. <laughs> um, as uh, maybe there are other people out there uh, dyslexic that could be listening or people who are wondering when I say these things. Now, I love reading fantasy books. I absolutely love reading fantasy novels. As somebody with dyslexia, I do struggle with the names and the names of things when reading them. My brain doesn't quite put the letters in the right order for me to get them out of my mouth. You know, reading a word like haunted, brother, a fairly normal word, and then having to read a word where the letters don't make sense and the pronunciations don't make sense. My, my dyslexic brain does struggle with those words, which is why nine times out of 10, when I read a fantasy novel, unless I've heard the word myself, which sometimes I do then go online and onto Google, and I try and find the word myself and try and find the pronunciation so that I know what it's saying. I generally sometimes make up the words in my head myself in hopes that eventually I will get used to the letters. And the more I see the word, the more I sound out the word, the more I get it. So by the end of this book, I'll be fully be able to pronounce every single word that's going in it. But at the beginning for me, it is always a little bit of a struggle. And so that I don't take anything away from the story, I replace it with a word that's easy for me to recognize until I get used to saying it. And then once the pronunciation gets in my head, it's easy for me to come to terms with it. So sometimes reading fantasy novels is a struggle, but I love them so much that I do eventually get there. And also nine times out of 10, there's always somebody else out there that's um, that's read the book and often speaks about the pronunciations of words. And then that's fine. I get it. So it's all good. So this book came in the Book Babes UK book box this month. It is also signed by the author, which brings me so much joy. You know, having a signed book to me is having a book anyway is amazing, but having the actual signed book for me is just such a gift. Um, whether it's I've bought it myself because I want to support the author or whether it's been given to me as a gift. Amazing. And I can't thank authors enough for letting me have this privilege. So amazing. So you get the book. And then also there was lots of um, related stuff to the book. Uh, there were stickers and sweets and bookmarks and things like that. The book also came really well wrapped. It was wrapped in like some brown paper and it had one of those wax melt uh, stamps on the front of it, which I expertly peeled off so that I could keep it because they were so beautiful. So that is, yeah, absolutely lovely. Thank you, Book Babes UK. Again, I'm going to tag them and I will also tag the author in my show notes because I've got a funny feeling that this book is going to be an amazing read and I can't wait to delve into it. So thank you very much. The second uh, book mail that I received this week, I'm going to give a shout out to my girl, Dusty Shirley. She makes t-shirts. Uh, she does have an Etsy shop. Um, I will try and find the link for that one. Uh, but she made me, I'm part of the Smut Smutty Girls Reader Group. I've spoken about them many times before. She makes t-shirts for us, for us to purchase. I purchased one from her. It's beautiful blue. It's got writing on it. It's got a skull on the front of it to represent the Smutty Girls promo group. And I absolutely love it. I cannot wait to order some more t-shirts from her. I will post a picture of the t-shirt again so you guys can see what it looks like. It's so nice. And I love the fact that she's so creative she sometimes we get like posts in the little Facebook uh, chat that we're in about stuff that she's making. And I'm pretty sure that there's some kind of wallet and sausage, sausage wallet, wallet sausage involved in some kind of T-shirt or book bag that I know that she made. And not going to lie, I cannot wait to order uh, one of those wallet for my, uh, I think, uh, wallet, sausage wallet. Yeah, something like that. I'm not going to give away the full title until I have the book. I mean, I have the merch for it. But yes, go and give Dusty a follow. Um, again, I'm going to tag her. She's great. The merchandise and everything, the 
the material of the t-shirt as well. Sometimes when I order things, I know obviously it costs money to make and it costs money to send. And I'm hoping that everybody that is selling a bookish merch or business does have enough to cover their overheads. And sometimes, you know, I wonder about quality of things. But so far, I've not been disappointed. The quality of everything has been has been so, so good. Uh, so this week's small bookish business highlight is a company, a uh, small business on Etsy called Book Lovers Corner GB. They are on Instagram. I'm going to tag them. They also have an Etsy shop. They sell clothing, accessories, drinkware. They're starting to introduce like reading journals as well. Um, I've been on the Etsy shop, love everything on there. All the designs are perfect, amazing, good pricing as well. Um, they do have some like sarcastic stuff on there as well, which I love. Give me a sarcastic comment. Absolutely love it. Uh, one of my favorite ones is the not today Satan. And they have some of those items on their website, on their Etsy shop too. Uh, they print on demand. So they can ship worldwide, which is good for everybody who's listening who is not from the UK. So you can ship, uh, sh they do ship worldwide. The items are printed, sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied here, excuse me. The items are printed to closer to where the person who's ordering it lives, which brings me so much joy because they're also reducing waste, environmentally friendly, which I absolutely love. So that to me is a big plus sign for the for the bookish shop anyway you know what bookish stuff that's environmentally friendly absolutely yes please uh the um young lady that owns the business she's 23 years old and is a dental nurse as a profession um she's an avid reader and she's also from the UK now bless her um i contacted her because i wanted to highlight her business on my show she lost her nan who she was very, very close to. And she opened the store on the weekend of the King's coronation um, as a way of helping her cope um, with the loss of her nan, um, helping her give her some kind of distraction and some kind of focus. And I absolutely love that. Bless her. A nice way of finding something out of, out of an absolute awful tragedy. And she's found her direction. And she has managed to open the store and is now part of our bookish world. I'm going to tag her in the comments. So please, please go across and give her some love. As I said, you have clothing on here. You have t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, accessories, drinkware, all kinds of things like that. So as I said, I'm going to tag her and I will tag the Etsy shop in there. Go across, give her some love. And please, it's always good to support local small bookish businesses wherever you are in the world you know some people we open these things and we do these things to help us cope to give us something fun to do something amazing to look forward to that is aside from our normal jobs not everybody out there has the luxury of being able to give up everything and do what they dream to do you know she's a dental nurse working as a dental nurse and having an Etsy shop must be very busy for her. So please go across, give her some love. Thank you. Okay. So now on to the arcs that I've been reading this year and my book recommendations for you guys. And boy, do I have some good ones this week. So as you probably know, I'm a little bit obsessed with EK Hunter love her books. And it just so happens that I've been, you know, I've read her first book. I had her on the show as an interview, and then I finished her second book in the series this week. The second book in the series is called Implode. Now, I am a crier. I cry at the drop of a hat. I'm a typical Cancerian. Everything is run by my emotions. When I was reading this book, I had no idea that through quite a lot of it, I was going to be a blubbering mess. Beginning, middle, and end. It hit me so deep in my heart that I actually spent 
a few pages in absolute tears, but couldn't put the book down. It is a tearjerker. If you've read the first book, you'll know that um, Riley's younger sister, Angel, had been kidnapped. I'm not going to say by who, because I don't want to give too much of the story away. So if you are listening to this episode for the first time, and you've not listened to my other episode, the first book in her series is called Collide. You meet Kai Wolf and Riley Bennett in that book. As the story goes on, uh, Riley's sister ends up being kidnapped. Now, the second book follows on from that. The tragedy that happened at the end of book one is then continued into book two. Book two for me... I loved book one. I loved book two even more. I love character development. That's one of the main reasons why I enjoy reading a series of books uh, a lot more than I do sometimes standalone books. I like to see the character development. I like to see how Kai, who is your mafia boss, he runs the city of Hollow Bay, Hollows Bay, sorry, and he runs it with an iron fist. You do something wrong and you piss him off, you're going to die. He is your strong, alpha, male, dominant, possessive, strong, has guns, weapons, has men around him, bodyguards. He is not to be messed with. And I love seeing the softer side of these guys. I love seeing how strong and powerful they are But for their ladies, they soften and they're so, so sweet to them. It is a dark romance. So the sweetness of this is very morally gray, very morally dark. But as a reader, especially in Implode, I can see his intentions were there. And I could see what he wanted to achieve was there. Getting it was a little bit harder than I think he was thinking and thought. There were certain points in this book where he was emotionally, um, what's the right word, emotionally torn and emotionally damaged, thinking he was doing the right thing. And quite possibly he was doing the right thing. But as the reader and me enjoying the book so much, as I was reading it, I was like, no, 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 no. But things come together and things happen. It's a page turner. Um, You have Riley who has to come to terms with the fact that her little sister has been kidnapped by somebody that she trusted and who became part of their little family group. And now she has to struggle with the fact that she has to relearn to love Kai again. yeah, that's the, that's the best way to put it. She had to relearn to to love him again. And she had to choose. There's a choice in all of this that she had to make. And reading her, her thoughts into making this decision, my heart was breaking for her. I know what I wanted her to do. I know what I wanted her to do straight from the very beginning of this. Is she doing it the way that I wanted her to? Probably not. Um, <laughs> but... It was such a good read. I gave it five full stars and it had five chili peppers. Um, And one of the main things in the book was the sex scenes were smoking hot. And Kai's form of punishment for Riley is multiple orgasms. Now, who doesn't want to be punished with multiple orgasms? Come on punish me. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was his form of punishment in this one. So it was, yeah, it was such a good book. E.K. Hunter, an amazing writer. Again, I'm going to tag her in the show notes again so that you guys can go and give her some love and go and follow her. The second book that I had managed to finish this week was called Lustra Lost by Ellie Luca. Now, this was a small novella. This is my first time reading from this author. And again, loved, loved, loved it. It's a small town romance. Uh, You have Drew, who's kind of ex-military with some past pain, some PTSD, some troubles that he has to kind of work through himself. But he's like a mountain rescue guy. Cinnamon roll kind of guy too. Very sweet, very caring, lovely. 
Uh, and Tilly, the uh, main female character, she owns a cake shop. And in the book, she makes these cinnamon roll muffins. I really want one. Like the description of these muffins in this book sounds absolutely delicious to the point where I actually want to find a recipe. And I think I might even have a recipe. I want to make these cinnamon roll muffins with the icing on top. Oh, sounds so good. This book was very sweet. It was it's a little novella so you could probably read it in a couple of hours and it was just a really good sweet read and I loved it. The main star of this book was called Hot Dog and he was a little I think it was a miniature dachshund like my friend has one and they're so cute so I could see this dog and its personality through the book. And honestly as much as I love Drew and Tilly Hot dog for me completely stole the show of this book. Like any scene that this dog was in was hilariously funny, very cute. Uh, the book, the this little novella has a little bit of kind of magical. Not it's not a paranormal or magical romance. It's more of a law. Like the lake in the story has supposed to have some magical properties to it. So I love that side of the book. I love that there was some mystery, and I love a good landmark that can produce love or luck or wealth and things like that you know if there's a fountain that says that you can make a million pounds by putting a penny in it I'm chucking a penny in it so I love the fact that this story had that kind of lake that at certain points uh throughout the year you can go to the lake and you're supposed to be able to find your true love such a beautiful, beautiful story. I believe I gave this a four star with a three chili spice rating. Now, I think I explained to you my ratings before. Uh, the four star, great book, highly, highly recommend it. And the three stars was because it was a short novella with maybe a couple of sex scenes in them. It was spicy and the sex scenes were great but I always want more when the sex scenes are that good. So yeah, amazing book. Highly, highly recommend it for you all. It was, yeah, such a beautiful, beautiful read. The next book is Tragic Bindings by Christina B. Rose. This is her second book in the Devil's Dominion series, following Cass, Casca and Mara. Now, in the first book, we read uh, Cass is a bounty hunter. He's, he's a hired killer sent to kill Mara. Uh, you, you read about how they meet in the first book, what transpires and why he doesn't end up killing her and, in fact, ends up falling in love with her and having lots of great sex, to the second book picking up from where the first one left off on a cliffhanger. So the second book is more about their relationship, more about the powers that are behind all of this. There's some big mafia war coming. Cass is trying to get himself some protection, some allies, and Mara is trying to live. She for me, is such a strong female character. She doesn't even know it. I feel that she's had so many people telling her what to do, what not to do, how to dress, how to speak, social media. She's had so many of these things in her life that she doesn't believe that she's strong. But me as a reader, as I was reading it, I was like, girl, you have no idea. All the stuff that you've been through makes you a strong character. That was in my head while I was reading it. And I loved it. You know, she, I'm, I'm her biggest cheerleader. I'm behind yelling for this girl. Cass can't quite see how strong she is. He wants to protect her. And I love that about him. That he wants to ultimately protect her so, so much, but in doing so, he's kind of wrapping her up in eggshells that he never wants to break. And that never works. So I love the fact that this is where this story is going. It does end on another cliffhanger at the end. I cannot wait for book three. Had a massive book hangover from this one. It was one of those books that I just, I could, like, if I had all three books, I would have continued and read the whole three books in one go. That's how it would have been. I gave this book five stars because the 
the reading, the writing was amazing. The storyline's still so good. It captures you, makes you want to turn the pages, makes you want to continue to read it. It, It's so, so good. Spice level is a five chili peppers, BDSM, uh, some breath play, um, very dominant spanking. There's lots of, lots of sexual things going on, which is just, I mean, Casco and his hands and his body, delicious, delicious. I'm also super excited because I'm actually interviewing Christina B. Rose next week on the show. So I will be talking more about her books, getting to know the author a little bit more. I'm super, super excited to have her on the show. So please stay tuned for next week's episode because she will be my author of that week. So coming up reads that I am going to be reading I have Scoring the Doctor by Sasha Lace. Now we've had, um, I've read, this will be my third book of hers that I'm reading. So of course, yes, when I'm reading a series, you guys are going to hear about every single book, just so that you know that when I get to the end, how amazing these series are. Her book, this is the third book, Forbidden Romance, Cinnamon Roll, main character, Praising Kink, Geek to Freak sports romance and the female main character has never had an orgasm so I've started this one already I think I did touch on this book last week but I didn't really have much of an insight because of course I had only just started it this one the male character is called Reese and he is a psychologist a doctor shrink and the main female character is called Skylar and she is the captain of the football team Reese and Skylar used to go to school together and um, Reese always, always had a crush on Skylar. Skylar's the captain of the football team. She was going out with the most popular boy in school. So she never really saw Reese. Well, now Reese has been tasked by um, the head of the football team to work as their psychiatrist um, and help the girls basically uh, with the team and to go through and kind of give them some guidance. I feel like this is going to be one of those love stories that's super, super sweet, but super, super spicy at the same time, especially because she's never had an orgasm before. I'm looking forward to reading about her finding out about the orgasm part of things. Like I love reading it when somebody discovers something new. I love those kind of stories and I love reading about those. The next book that I'm currently going to be starting today is called Uprising by Ellie Saunders. Now, this is your Romeo and Juliet retelling. I touched on this book last time. This time, it's the second in the book, in the series, sorry. Uh, Rose and Roman, uh, Mafia, Forbidden Love, Montague's Capulet, same kind of kind of story, beautiful love story. I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. Again, I'm not going to give too much away because the last book ended on a massive cliffhanger. This one, I haven't started it yet. I'm looking forward to delving into finding out what happened. Of course, these are my up and coming reads. So hopefully by next episode that I record, you will hear the full story about what's happening in this book. Uh, the, The other book that I actually... I actually said it was an up and coming book. And then this morning when I was laying in bed, I managed to finish it. (laughs) I managed to finish the book. And it was, again, it was a very small novella. It's called Pulling In by Isadora Love. I will be tagging her in the comments. I mean, I think it took me about an hour and 10 minutes to read it. When I wrote my show notes yesterday, this was on my up and coming reads because, of course, I hadn't finished it. Now that I have finished it, this is now a recommendation. Should have probably gone in the section before, but please excuse me. Uh, So yeah, Pulling In by Isadora Love. This is a friends to lovers book. Again, a very short novella, a palate cleanser as you wish. This is a sports romance, but centered around surfing. There's been so much hype with certain sports romances. A lot of them are hockey related, or football related. I don't, I haven't, don't shoot the messenger. Don't come at me for saying this. I haven't read a hockey romance. 
I have a couple of hockey romances on my TBR that I haven't bought. And maybe I think I might have downloaded the samples on my Kindle. But because of the hype around a lot of these romances, I just haven't really felt like I wanted to read that kind of thing. So I'm looking, when I'm looking at sports romances, if it's something like Sasha Laces is women's English football, absolutely sign me up. This one is a surfing romance. Absolutely sign me up. And it was such a great read. Surfing competition. Uh, as I said, best friends to lovers. She unexpectedly falls for her best friend. Spice in it. There is a couple of spicy scenes and they are definitely a four star, three, four star rating for the spiciness only because of how short they were. You know what? If this was a full book, and there were all these spicy scenes in it. I'm pretty sure it would get a five star from me. But it, because it was so short, not that that's a bad thing. Please don't think that this is because I'm saying it's bad. It's not. It's just because I always want more spiciness. Give me the spicy. So, yeah, this is why that did get three stars. But completely recommend it. Again, I'm going to tag uh, Isadora in the comments so that you guys can go and follow her. Another book that I have currently am currently arc reading is called The Reaper's Voice by Kate Bethel. I hope I'm pronouncing her surname right. It's B-E-T-H-A-L. Cat, not Kate. Sorry, I even said that wrong. Apologies. Let me start again. A Reaper's Voice by Cat Bethel. Now, this is a paranormal romance. Now, I started this one yesterday also. This one's taken me a little bit longer to read. It's probably about a two-hour novella. So far, fucking loving it. You have Protective Hellhound Shifter. Um, you have Reaper. The main female character in the book is a Reaper. Fated Mates, Toucher and You Die. Notting now. Anyone out there who has read any monster romances, other paranormal romances, Notting is a sexy thing. <laughs> if you don't know what Notting is, I will explain further as one of my kink uh, of the week praises. Um, but I'm just going to leave you with the word Notting and see if you know what it is or if you are inclined to find out what it is. But believe me, it's very sexy. This is a Halloween novella with some healing and some kink praise as well. Now, what I'm loving about this book is that you are in the depths of hell in the underworld with all of these questionable people, torture and stuff like that. And yet there is still a sweet underline in this story with the main female character. She is a reaper. And so far, I'm absolutely in love with her so, so much. She is a kind soul who has had some real, real bad shit happen to her in her life, which makes her a reaper. Again, I'm not fully into the book. I'm kind of about 50% of the way in. This is going to be something that I'm probably going to highlight more in my Halloween episode, but I just wanted to throw that out there because this actually comes out the beginning of October, I believe. I will again cat tag Cat in the comments so that you guys can go across and give her a follow because it is definitely one of those Halloween reads that you guys want to be reading this Halloween season. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, this week's book boyfriend of the week is Dante DeSantis. Now, ha, he is the main male character in a book called Ruthless Vow by Victoria Ellis, which is out now. The release date was actually a couple of days ago. So congratulations to Victoria on releasing your most amazing book. I arc read this book back in June and couldn't put it down. It's an age gap romance. Romeo and Juliet, soft Romeo and Juliet retelling. You have two mafia families, forbidden love, and their children shouldn't be together, but somehow they manage to make it together. Uh, Dante is a ruthless leader. Uh, again, falls for the enemy's daughter. He's tan, dark, handsome, alpha male, sexy, and he owns a sex club for kink. If you have a particular kink or a particular thing that you enjoy, you go to his sex club. 
Um, and that's where he met the main female character. And she turns up at the club because she's about to be married off. And she doesn't want to basically her first sexual experience being something that she hasn't hasn't chosen for herself. So she wants the sexual experience to be something that she chooses rather than being forced upon her. So Gianna, that's her name. She goes to the sex club and try and find something of her choosing. And Dante ends up spotting her and is like, I want her. And their relationship has to stay hidden for various different reasons. Obviously, the families don't like each other. They don't realize this either, which I think is very beautiful in this book. They don't actually realize that where each of each other is from until it's a bit too late. So love it. Definitely recommend it. I did give this book a five-star review and I gave it five chili peppers as well. It's very, very good. Please read the trigger warnings before you delve into this book. There's some very heavy topics in it, but amazing, amazing book. Absolutely bloody loved it. Okay, so this week's kink of the week is breath play. Now, for those of you, if this is your first episode listening to me, welcome to kink of the week. If this is not your first episode, then you already know what I'm about to say. Now, each week I'm highlighting kinks. Now, I'm a dark romance girl at heart. And at the beginning of every book, there is a trigger warning list full of kinks, triggers, genres, and things like that. And I want to highlight something each week so that I can give you guys a better understanding of what you are reading when you read it. Obviously, this is coming from a fictional point of view with some real life facts. I'm not out there condoning that you should go out and do all of these things. And please, if you want to try any of this, always do your research and educate yourself before you give it a go and make sure that you are with consenting partners also. Do not force yourself upon people. That is not correct and you will get arrested. (laughs) In a fictional world, it is very different to the real life and I'm able to separate that. And as I hope that most of you who are listening to my podcast and are listening to this section are also able to do this. So as always, I'm going to start with some facts about it and then we're going to go into some book recommendations for said kink. So, breath play involves the restriction of oxygen, sorry, tongue-tied yet again. Breath play involves the restriction of oxygen to increase erotic play or intensify an orgasm or sexual experience. This can be achieved through solo play known as autoerotic asphyxiation or through partner play, in which the submissive is the one whose airflow is restricted. Breath play, like choking, is one of the riskiest sex acts, if not done correctly, and it can be fatal. Always educate yourself when you are trying out new things. Now, I have recently read a few books that do involve breath play, fictional breath play of course and the male me the male main character and the female male character in these books obviously both consenting in a fictional way and they know what they're doing in a fictional way in real life this kind of kink uh is as it says can be dangerous and i will reiterate this again i'm not consenting or giving you any ideas to go home and try this at home, not at all. If you are going to be trying anything new in the bedroom, please always educate. Education is key. And in fact, education is key in most aspects of life when you're trying things. So please, please take care. Now, if breath play is something that you're interested in reading about, I have some books here on my list that will involve breath play. So this is the time where you get your pens and papers out or get ready to pause me in between each one so that you can write down the recommendations. Again, a few of these I've now added to my TBR. 
this podcast is going to be dangerous for me, honestly. I don't think I'm ever going to finish my TBR. And now currently, since I've started researching books, this is just going to be added to my list. Again, when I'm giving you these recommendations, there's no, um, I've not read the reviews for the books. I've looked at the star ratings for them this time. But reading is subjected subjective to the reader. Just because I like something doesn't mean that you're going to like it and vice versa. So please know that these books are all ones that I'm recommending because of the breath play and that I feel like if that's something that you want to read about, it is involved in these books. So the first one is Hooked by Emily McIntyre. I love Emily McIntyre's book anyway. I have them um, in my America home. I have them over there. She's a great writer. She has been um, going through breast cancer at the moment. So I will say that if you come across her on any of your socials, please go and give us some love and go and support her. That woman is going through something right now. And yeah, she send her all the love that we can possibly send her. The Dare by Harley LaRox. I think I'm not pronouncing that right. LaRox, LaRox. Monster in His Eyes by J.M. Darhauer. The Hunt by Mila Crawford. Training Season by Letta Blake. Master of Salt and Bone by Kerry Lake. Scream for Us by Molly Dowell, D-O-Y-L-E, Doyle, Doyle. There Are No Saints by Sophie Lark, and Bloodshed also by Molly Doyle. Now, these books, The Master of Salt and Bone is on my TBR. Also, Bloodshed is on my TBR. And then the ones, and Hooked is on my TBR. The ones that I've added, because I've researched them, a training session and screen for us. So I've added those to my TBR. Like, seriously, what is going on here? So those have been added to my TBR. Those are the list of books that if you, again, want to read something with breath play, then please, please, those are the ones that you can download. Um, that is it for the book recommendations today. Today, I am going live with one of my book besties, Stacey. I'm starting to do more lives twice a week. Every Monday and every Friday will be, the Mondays will be a live read-along in the afternoon. And on the Friday, Stacey and I will be drinking wine and cocktails, and we'll be talking about books and just generally having a great time. I'm going to also tag Stacey in my comments because she's such a great bookstagram, book talker, book reviewer. So go across and give her some love. Um, yeah, we're going to be trying to do this twice a week. If you are listening to my podcast and you want to kind of interact with me a little bit, then please find me on my socials and we will uh, have a little chitty chat, which will be absolutely great. My Instagram is Natasha lower score or lower dash, whatever that is, book life. That's where you'll find me on Instagram. My TikTok which I never forget, I never remember this, is Natasha-BookTok. That's my BookTok handle. Um, I will tag myself in the show notes of these comments so that you can come and find me and can come and give me a little follow. As I said, I post lots of silly videos on all my socials of me dancing around, doing funny book things. So come across and kind of give me some love too. Again, I just want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to me waffle on about books. I'm enjoying my book journey so, so much. If you don't hear from me on the podcast section, you will definitely be hearing from me on my socials as I start moving to the US. When I get there, uh, I'm not going to be able to work because of how paperwork is being filed and how paperwork is being done. So when I get there, I'm going to be unemployed for some months. As much as I'm not looking forward to being unemployed, I'm also looking forward to being unemployed because I can really delve into this book world with my reading and with the podcast, doing some more stuff. I have 
roughly, I believe, about seven author interviews lined up over the next few weeks. So keep an eye out for these amazing authors that I'm going to have coming on the show, which makes me so, so excited. I said this at the beginning and I'm going to say it again because I am so excited about this. Authors that I love, authors that I've not read their books before, which I'm really interested in having those kind of those authors on my show because I've not read their book. So it'll be interesting for me to actually speak to the author about their book before I've read it. So that's quite exciting. Um, listeners and people out there, you guys are all my book besties for even coming on here and giving my show a chance. Thank you so much. My listener count has gone up yet again. And every time I look at how many people are tuning in or how many people have subscribed, literally my heart gives an extra warm pump for you all out there. I'm so grateful for you all. Thank you so, so much. If you've not rated the show, please, please, ratings mean a lot to me and a lot to the show. The more ratings I get, the more I get suggested out there for people that want to listen to bookish content. So please click the stars, give the show a little bit of a rating. I love that on each episode, I get to ask you guys a question and I get answers back. I read every single answer that I receive and I do publish some of the answers on the show as well. So if you see my question, give me a little answer. They do, they do make me smile and I do love reading all of your answers and that's absolutely fantastic. I write, produce, edit all the whole show, my entire self. So the fact that people are listening and people are rating just makes all of this hard work that I'm doing really pay off. I'm doing this for indie authors and I'm doing this for readers because you know what, it's, it's, it's a tough world out there for all the book community. And it's great that I can give something back to all of you. So I hope that you continue to enjoy so book besties, enjoy your week, enjoy your books, and I shall see you all next week. Take care, loves. Bye.